Hello and welcome to Ranger Zone, the show where we don't know what the hell we're talking about. I'm Jeremy Ranger, and with me is my little brother, Tristan. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so tell me, Tristan, what do you got for me today? Today we're going to be talking about my favorite superhero, Spider-Man. 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 Very excited about this episode today. So, um, you know, I know you're a big Spider-Man fan, but I'm assuming anyone who listens to this, they're probably like friends and family, because uh, episode two, <laughs> they're the only ones who are going to listen. But assuming in the future somebody does go back and listen to this and they don't know you, why don't you just tell them how big of a fan you are of Spider-Man? Well, I am a Spider-Man cosplayer, so I have uh, I have two professional like Spider-Man suits in my closet right now. I wear them at like comic book conventions and stuff, and I have an Instagram account dedicated to my Spider-Man, and I have like three thousand followers on it because I don't know why. <laughs> and no, I just have like so many comic books. I've like watched all the movies like a billion times. Like I'm just big webhead. Webhead. You even know the phrase webhead. <laughs> so uh, why, don't you tell, why don't you tell me a little bit about like the history of Spider-Man? Where did Spider-Man come from? Oh, good golly. Well, obviously it started with Stan Lee. Uh, he was actually, um, how he came up with the idea was he was looking at a fly on the wall and he was like, wouldn't it be cool if a superhero could like stick to walls? And That's tried, a weird thought. It is a weird thought, but I mean, it fucking worked. Made like the most popular superhero of all time uh, because of that thought. True, true. And he played around with names like he was like Flyman. Oh, that doesn't quite work. Flyboy. Oh, maybe Bugman, Spider-Man. And he said that and he was like, oh my God, that sounds so cool. And then he kind of just like made the character like because of that. Now, when I'm picturing, like if I knew nothing about Spider-Man and I was picturing just like a man who had spider powers, I would think of like, you know, those, those uh, spiders who like build their little traps in the dirt. Or like, just like some sort of teeny, insignificant kind of weird bug person who just crawls around in the filth and like eats <laughs> ants and shit. Like, I would not <laughs> jump to guy in spandex who shoots webs from his wrists and swings on them like an acrobat. <laughs> so, like, where where do you, where do you get that from? From Spider Man? From just the name? Did he? Is there any interviews where he like? Uh, explains any further on that or well i'm sure there is but i actually don't know about that i mean that's probably just pure creative fucking genius i guess to make the stretch from just a superhero who could stick to well i mean i imagine he probably had to consider how he would maneuver around the city and so you know he I came mean, up with webs and stuff like if that you went with, i just went from there if you went with Flyman, i mean Flyman would have wings i assume or some way to fly yeah yeah, I guess. Literally in the name. I think it really dug his heels into the whole Spider-Man thing. He just really liked the cadence of, yeah. of how that flows, I guess. <laughs> like the ring of that. Did you know he was advised not to do that? And he didn't do it for quite a while. Interesting. What, what, did, what did he do before that? Like, I know he's not like the oh, CEO fuck. of Marvel. He's, uh, he was like one of their head writers after Spider-Man. But... Uh, um, Jesus Christ, what did he... I think he did like... You know, I don't want to say it because I'm going to come across real stupid. Some fanboy's going to find this because they were Googling Spider-Man at 3 in the morning. That's not true. Um, I'm pretty sure he did like Captain America and maybe Fantastic Four and stuff like that. So they, they came first, but they're in the same universe, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. But most people know of that universe because of Spider-Man. 
a lot of people do. I mean, some people so. are fans of Marvel that aren't huge Spider-Man fans, which I find weird, but. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I most, I mostly like Spider-Man. That's what I think of when I think Marvel. Although yeah. now there's that whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is like, what, 18 movies or something? Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I love them, by the way, but like, it's not as much as I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's mm. my favorite. Now, Spider-Man is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, although isn't he, like, is he owned by Sony? Sony Pictures has some sort of... They have a deal going. Like, Sony, like, owns them, but they're sharing them with Marvel because they're both making a fuck ton of money off of it because everyone really likes him in the cinematic universe that they built. Right. And, so he's and, getting at least one more movie. And Tom Holland, he's he's the third iteration of... Yeah, the the third the third popular one. I mean, there was this one like Japanese one that was like a TV series, and he. What? Oh, do you not know about that? No. Oh my yeah. god! So there was this Japanese TV show that had the rights for Spider Man for a while, and they had this TV show, and it wasn't Peter Parker; it was some motocross driver guy, and he gets spider powers, and he he wears the costume and everything. But since they wanted to sell toys, he also could turn into a giant robot that would shoot out of his wrist, and that was called his Leopardon. And he would get in his giant robot into a giant robot fight at the end of every episode. That's insane. It is insane. That's it was really old and bad quality, but it's definitely worth a watch just for how ridiculous it is. Now, I, I vaguely remember hearing something about Power Rangers having something to do with uh, having the rights for Spider-Man for a bit, like uh, in Japan. Really? Oh, you know, it was probably that that you were thinking of because it was so much like Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, some, some wacky Japanese shit. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty crazy. They had some neat uh, cartoons back in the day. Yeah, there was like this. I was watching that um, the toys that made us thing, and they were talking about how like, like media in Japan for the longest time was like just revolving around selling like robot toys. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> so every Japanese cartoon ends in a robot fight, so they can sell their next toy. Just so they can sell the toys. <laughs> that's that's great. Um, so the the other Spider-Man movies, the ones that aren't Tom Holland uh, centric. <laughs> what what are your thoughts on those? Oh, I love them. I love them all. But some people hate some of them, and some people really love others. It's really weird how people latch onto them. But I kind of like all of them a little bit. But my favorite is probably the old Tobey Maguire ones. The, the Raimi ones, right? The, yeah, the the Sam Raimi ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by uh, Tobey Maguire, played Peter Parker. And yeah. there's no classic about those movies. Well, they kind of, they came out like early 2000s, right when we started getting good at making superhero movies. Yeah. Like all the way up until, the, like, sure, there was Jack Nicholson as the Joker, and that was, that's legendary. But like most superhero movies, even up on, into the 90s, they, they were didn't have the technology. Was, they didn't yeah, have the technology. Um, but like, it feels like when you're watching older superhero movies that they didn't even try. Uh, <laughs> like in terms oh, it's of, fucking like, true though. Like, because I feel like, okay, if you pick the right superhero, one that didn't require the, like crazy special effects and you, and you built the story around the fact that you don't have the technology, you could have made a good serious film but I feel like superhero movies back then, they just weren't so serious, you know? Like, they're kind of campy, like Adam West's they were. Batman. They were. There was, they, were, they were almost always campy. Yeah, like, they didn't take themselves anything seriously. wrong with that. But, yeah, there, there wasn't a single one that was like, hey, let's do, like, a, like not, not even a thriller or a horror movie, but just, like, a straight-up serious film. Like, they're all kind of goofy. I think Spider-Man 2, like, the, the Sam Raimi one, Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. was probably 
like the first really, really, really good super movie, like superhero movie. I think it's probably responsible for a lot of its popularness today because it's like it was so fucking good. You you don't mean the first one, do you? No, no. I mean I mean Spider Man two, the second one, Doc Hawk. Why not Spider Man one? Well, I love Spider Man one, but like it just wasn't quite as iconic as Spider Man two. Like really. If, like from a film, like if you look at it, like from a filmmaker or just like from any kind of lens, it like, it's really just really good. Like the cinematography and the storytelling is just fucking like amazing. But, but the first one was the first kind of superhero movie after, like after the year 2000, basically that it came was. out was like, we're going to do one of these classic and it did it seriously. Like um, the green goblin. He was, he vapor, I watched that recently. He threw a bomb and it fucking vaporized some dudes. Right I know. The skeleton. Actually, in he one, murdered a lot of people. One thing I want to talk about, about Green Goblin in that movie is my favorite thing is because most supervillains have a goal, right? They're driven by like some sort of evil goal and it takes yeah. them up until like the climax to either they accomplish that goal or they don't. Like they're either thwarted by the hero or they have a change of heart or whatever, but Green Goblin accomplishes that goal in the first act of the movie. And then he's just crazy and just fucking shit up for fun. <laughs> like his whole thing is he wants to kill those board members because they, they kicked him off the board. And in the first yeah. act of the movie, he, he turns them into skeletons and then he gets webbed in the face by Spider-Man and he leaves. He does that right away. Yeah. And then, you know, he's accomplished his goal, but he still goes around doing Green Goblin stuff and trying to, trying to make a partnership with Spider-Man for reasons. <laughs> I just like it. I don't know. I'm not shitting on it. I just think it's yeah, fun to I have wonder, like a crazy. I wonder if that was an oversight in the. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was like an oversight though in in the writing room, or if they if they were like trying to create a character similar to DC's Joker, who isn't necessarily like you're saying goal oriented, but is kind of just insane because he he is mentally insane. He's, <laughs> he's a psychopath. He loves. He just loves killing people. It's hard to say. Wanted, yeah. It could have been an oversight, but I think it works so well for the character. Like Green Goblin's just fucking bananas. Like even in the cartoons, like he's just he's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he's a weirdo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to talk about like the uh, the amazing Spider-Man movies too because they're a bit underrated, but they also fucked up the most. They they fucked up as in the makers made mistakes. Yeah, like the writers, they 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 made some like they. I think the movies just focused a little bit too much on. Uh, Peter Parker's origin story that no one really cared about like they they wanted this whole mystery with his parents that just it didn't play well and they spent a lot of time trying to set up like a Sinister Six movie that ended up falling through because of like Sony deals oh yeah yeah that didn't happen at all no no so like Amazing Spider-Man 2 is like a lot of setup for something that doesn't happen (laughs) (laughs) you know you never really think about that when it pans out where it's like oh yeah well of course they made three more movies because of how they wrote that one but when it doesn't pan out, you look back watching it later, and it's like <laughs> the plot just goes nowhere. It <laughs> it's makes, just awkward. It makes the movie on its own terrible. That's what Sam Raimi did so well because none of his movies were predicated on another movie being made from it. Like they were all just their own really good story. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, my least favorite movie was the first Amazing Spider-Man. Do you have a least favorite Spider-Man movie? Um, I know you haven't seen second- all of them. The second, really? Wow, I, that, that's pretty high up on the even, list. Wait, wait, was that the one with Jamie Foxx as Electron? Electron? Oh, oh, the second Amazing Spider-Man movie. Okay, that makes sense. 
I'm sorry. I thought you meant like Spider-Man two with Sam Raimi and like, Dog no, no, Off. sorry. No, no, sorry. Yeah. I meant amazing Spider-Man two. I almost like just hung up the phone here. <laughs> I was like, I can't work with you anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that is fair. I hear that one a lot. I just, I like the, um, the amazing Spider-Man two a bit better than the first amazing Spider-Man. Cause in the first amazing Spider-Man is he just doesn't feel like Spider-Man for most of the movie. Like he's like trying to get revenge and shit. And he's like all angry and angsty and he's doing like fucked up things to people. Like he's like slamming them against brick walls and he's like torturing them. And he's like looking for tattoos on their arm to see if their uncle Ben's killer is like, Oh, you're lucky bitch. Like This could have been a lot worse for you. I could have fucked up your day. And it's like, wow, this feels more like a DC movie. I don't know. Like it just doesn't feel like Spider-Man until later well, in the movie. Yeah, but I mean, look at Sam Raimi's origin story. Same thing. Peter pushes his uncle's killer out of a window, like kind of by accident. But yeah, he, but he was like going full unchecked rage there. That's in the moment that his uncle died, though. This isn't like weeks from it. You know, like he's got like a mm. vendetta in the first Amazing Spider-Man where he's like putting on a mask and he's going around and he kind of just accidentally falls into the role of Spider-Man because he's used to beating people up. Well, but that's in, more realistic. I guess, but I love no. the motivation of like the guilt and like trying to be better and stuff like that. Like there was more themes and purpose to what the first one did in like with Sam Raimi. I've started to realize recently that at least in some portrayals of Spider-Man, he's just really not realistic as a character because he's like ultra moralistic. He has like, I don't know, I was playing Spider-Man, the, uh, the, the PS4 exclusive and I was playing the DLC that just came out. Well, not just came out. That just went on sale. Because yeah, <laughs> that we just um, fucking bought because we couldn't spend $30 before. <laughs> it, it's totally worth it at full price. But anyway, I snagged it for half off. Uh, really good so far. I haven't beat it yet. But um, just some of the little one-liners he says, um, not to spoil it else, spoil it for anyone else, um, but like with his interactions with uh, Black Cat, for instance, when he's, he's just, he just says some things that I'm like, really dude <laughs> like like he's like oh you 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 stole that thing for for money how how could you ever do such a thing and then he goes and like throws a man onto his head which would <laughs> like the dude can pick up a car and he throws a guy across a room or he th- you can throw a manhole cover at somebody's skull and that would just kill them dead and he has no qualms with doing that but he's like you stole an art <laughs> yeah yeah, there's there's gonna be little holes here and there if you make a character that is someone who can stick to walls. Yeah, yeah that, and is a and superhero. That's a plot hole. It, it's um, it's gonna happen. Like yeah, but but specifically some of the things he says or like where he's like, like no, this is morally right. Like no human being acts in that way. Like nobody would go out to become a superhero if you didn't have a preconceived notion of what a superhero is. Like for example, in most cartoon or sorry, not cartoons, most um. Uh, superhero movies it's kind of the same thing with like zombie movies where you know when the zombie virus or whatever it is whenever the outbreak hits people are like ah shit zombies we've been watching zombie movies for years they're like what what is going on with that guy and then they they have to come up with their own term like (laughs) like (laughs) the what do they call them in The Walking Dead? Walkers? Or Walkers, yeah. Yeah. They like, made they fun of that in zo- Shaun of the Dead. They're like, oh, they're zombies. They're like, don't call them zombies. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and in superhero movies, uh, they don't really acknowledge that they're superheroes because 
it would be very obvious what the hero, superhero characters are trying to do if they're trying to emulate a comic book character. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's kind of like a fourth wall. You got to try not to, unless you're Deadpool. Yeah, let, well, let's not talk about that. Because no, that's, that's neither here nor there. That's a whole, that's a whole other like, podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean with the morality? You, a lot of the characters aren't like trying to be a superhero because they're like, cool, I have superpowers, so now I'm going to be a superhero because that's what one might expect somebody in this situation to do. But instead, they're like, I have these incredible physical powers and I'm not going to use them to like leverage my social status or get money or or, you know, take advantage of the situation, immediately they go and they fight crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that what I would no do, sense. but that's because comic books exist. Yeah, but imagine in a universe where that wasn't a concept. You had no preconceived notion of that whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, one day you could like fly and you were really strong or something. I think that's why they have the whole with great power comes great responsibility thing for Spider-Man. You know, they gotta kind of give him that motivation. But that's one reason I really like uh, some of the cartoons, is because okay. um, I think whenever you have a series, the pacing is always different, and you always have a little bit more time to flesh out the characters. So mm-hmm. in a lot of the cartoons, you see Peter Parker and Spider Man not always being the most moral guy, like in the game or in the movies. Yeah, like true. he'll just kind of like there. There was um. Have you watched the Spectacular Spider Man cartoon? Which one is that? Is that the one from the 90s? No, no. This one is like, I want to say like mid-2000s. It only ran for two seasons and got canceled. Oh, was that the one where it was like cel-shaded computer animation? No, sorry. That's another one. And I also want to talk about that one at some point because that one only ran for one season and is super underrated. I love that one. I love that one too. That one was actually (laughs) with um, Neil Patrick Harris voicing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Really good. And this is one with, um, uh, I want to say Josh Keaton. As Peter Parker? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, it was, uh, it was really good. And anyway, you just see him being kind of stupid and like, make, not stupid, but like making like teenage decisions. Like he, um, he takes like pictures of the lizard in like one of the first couple episodes, like when he's in like one of his lowest moments just for like money for the Daily Bugle. And it like helps his Aunt May and stuff, but then it also fucks over his coworkers and doesn't even really think about it. And then he has to like pay for the consequences of, that kind of stuff and he almost cheats on his girlfriend at one point and stuff like that like he's still a teenager right 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 which is yeah what I like. yeah stuff like that that's that's more realistic that's why i like peter parker because it feels like and that's why i hate superman because he's he's not even close to being like a human you could relate to i never understand why people like superman superman makes no sense for multiple reasons <laughs> one um he is an alien from another planet where they're exactly identical to human beings that's a bananas coincidence like we're, to begin what, with. <laughs> that, that's impossible. It, it's basically impossible to have a, an evolutionary path from like a single-celled organism all the way up to humans happen twice within a distance where you could physically travel between two planets. Yeah, I like, don't like that he's an alien. <laughs> that's really dumb. That's really dumb. And then what else is dumb is that he basically has god powers. Yeah, he which, does. He bench-pressed a planet in one of the comic books. He literally bench-pressed a planet. Yeah. Do you know how stupid that is? How are you supposed to be scared for someone who can bench press a planet? There's no conflict. You've you've written into yourself into a corner like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can be like, (laughs) oh, but he's allergic to rocks. That's dumb. Just just this one kind of rock and we don't have it on Earth. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? And so even the times when they do get the rock, then he's got no powers. Then fucking what? 
He's, then it, well, that's he's stupid. Still, he's still a human. He could, you know what? Superman could be packing heat just in case. He's just got a fucking gun on him. <laughs> <laughs> now, could you imagine? This is like, I've got kryptonite. Your powers are drained. Pulls out a fucking magnum. Just <laughs> like, I didn't want to have to do that. but <laughs> Blows his enemy away. Like what? Lex Luthor? I don't think he's bulletproof. I don't know much about Superman, but no, I, I, I know enough either. not it's to be dumb. interested in it. Yeah. From like a... I've tried. It's dumb. It's I mean, Batman. Movie. Batman's uh... Batman's cool. Batman's cool. I like Batman. That's and... because he, Batman could happen. I mean, no, it's not going to happen, but it is within the realm of possibility, give or take some of the gadgets, for Batman to happen. You know what else is interesting about that? That's the same motivational problem as uh, a superhero who has powers, except he doesn't even have powers. <laughs> right? Why is so he, he doing wants... that? <laughs> yeah, well, he wants to get dressed up in a costume and go fight crime. Arguably, he could do more help by like making the right charitable donations instead of investing that money in like bad cars and stuff like that, but that's not as fun to watch. So, Batman. Oh yeah, he's a billionaire. What he should do is he should make political contributions to candidates he feels would make um, just decisions. But that's so much more boring than fucking Batman. Like, I love Batman. I'm not going to knock it. Like, I think it's, it's a good character. Oh, I love Batman, but... Batman's cool. <laughs> that makes even less sense than the motivation behind Spider-Man. You know what? If we're going to talk realistic motivation, I'd say the only one that holds up is Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. Kick-Ass. Kick ass. He's a comic Kick book ass. fucking nerd. That's his motivation. It's because of the fantasy. It's like he's... They've actually got it right for Kick-Ass. That's something you could relate to as a viewer. You could be like, yeah... I kind of went through that phase. I could see myself doing that as a teenager. Yeah, comic books exist in that universe, and that's why he did the things he did. Which is fucking He got smart. dressed up in the costume. The costume is emulating something. It's not... Because those costumes aren't something anybody in real life in the 21st century would come up with. <laughs> yeah, it, <it's>, no. <laughs> uh, not on their own, anyway, but it's like... So he's emulating that, and then he tries to do what a superhero would do, where you go into a city that has... Uh, violent crime and then you go and confront violent criminals with non-lethal weapons <laughs> and immediately gets stabbed because <laughs> he doesn't because know he, does. <laughs> he doesn't even know like basic martial arts <laughs> and he just tries to hit no. like, these two bigger guys with sticks and they fucking shank him <laughs> he's not strong he can't he's never been in any fights he can't win any fights because he doesn't know how to fight nor has the capabilities to you know like and, and he doesn't he doesn't um does he bring a gun? I don't think he brings no. a gun. Well, at the, I'm talking about the movie too. Like I haven't read the comics, so I can't really speak to that. Mm. I hear they're bananas. I hear like the comics are like insane. Yeah, I should get into those. I want to um, There's like a female the, kick-ass too, I think. Yeah, well, there, there's... Um, I almost said Lava Girl, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> uh, what's it? Worst superhero movie ever. <laughs> oh, Hit Girl is awesome. Hit Girl is awesome. Hit and uh, what, what's... What's what's the guy Nicholas Cage Daddy. plays? Big Daddy. Oh my Big god. Big Daddy. I love Big Daddy. That is what Nick Batman anything, would be, but... by the way. Yep. Oh that yeah. It, it would be a crazy Nick Cage kind of guy wearing bulletproof armor and like a shotgun and grenades on his hip and shit like that. Yeah, Batman realistically would use guns. lethal weapons because he doesn't have superpowers. No. And you'd have guns. And you even like a lot to. of this, even if you had Batman's gadgets, like one of the most realistic things that happens in the Batman movies, like I'm talking um, Christopher Nolan, is where in, I think it's um, the third one. What's that one called? Is that the one with Bane? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember now. It's like, <laughs> I'm drawing yeah. like It's the one where he blows out all the cartilage in his knees and he can't be Batman for most of the movie. Oh, yeah, that was annoying. 
<laughs> that wasn't annoying. That was the most realistic thing that would happen because, like, if you had the, you know, where his cape where you can extend it and then it, it's rigid and you can use it as like a little hang glider. Mm-hmm. If you've ever used a hang glider, you know that landing <laughs> is really hard, especially when you're landing on fucking moving vehicles or landing with a kick to a human skull. Like, he would just ruin his body trying to yeah, do that. That's a good or, fucking point. The same with like just a fucking cane. He fucking blew out his knee from the past two movies. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like just the way he grapples around or or, or jumps off. Of, like, he would just hurt himself. You know? <laughs> he has no superpowers. He's just physically fit. We are going off on a bit of a tangent here, though, because we were, we were planning on talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Boob. We lost you for a second. guy, Spider-Butt. Apologies to our viewers. Well, you know what? I was wrapping things up anyway. Oh, okay. I don't apologize. Good on you. Um, but we're we're coming up on over 20 minutes anyway. Um, and we were planning on having multiple parts to this um, because I think there's a lot to say here, even if we're just kind of rambling and and I don't know what I'm talking about. I, uh, you, you know more than I do, but... I liked where we were going with that, actually. I might want to do a whole podcast just talking about like real-life superhero kind of stuff. That might be a fun direction. Well, I actually am a real-life superhero. You fucker. You better include me in that shit if you are. Can you imagine if I actually was and I was just hiding this from you? And Dude, I'd like... be so mad. <laughs> I don't even know like where to begin on how mad I would be <laughs> that you didn't include me in that. And like, what if I was like semi-successful? <laughs> I would be, like, if, and then you start showing up in the news as like this Batman guy and I like catch you in your uniform one day. I would be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, just a realistic version of Batman meets kick-ass kind of thing. Like, I'm oh not super God. good at fighting, but maybe I am, and you don't know it. And I've got like a little bit of an arsenal going on, and and I'm just kind of low key fighting crime. God, I would be so pissed. I'd be like, "How dare I have you a not cool make costume me?" Too. Dude, I could totally be your fucking sidekick. Like, I'd be so mad that you wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, what would our names be? Oh my God, what would our names be? Uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have a stupid... I would either have the coolest name or the stupidest name. I've, cu- I've tried coming up with my own superhero name. It is hard. The best thing I've come up with so far is Owl Man. <laughs> Owl Man. You can, you can do but better owl. than that. Owl Man. <laughs> uh, if, if I came up with a superhero name, it would sound more like a, like a male porn star name. Like Richard <laughs> Cheese or something. <laughs> <laughs> or the Great Big Salami. <laughs> think so. Dude, it'd be funny to have like a superhero name that's just fucking goofy. <laughs> the great big salami strikes again. He fucking hits bad guys with a great big salami. <laughs> oh my god. Well we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here, but on our next podcast we may talk more about superhero things. Um thanks for staying with us for as long as you have if you have and if I'd, you have that's impressive if you, I, i'd be fucking impressed we're just rambling at this point like, what are you doing have you got nothing better to, do? <laughs> to be fair quarantine so if you're listening right now that makes sense but right you listen to every other podcast on earth and everything on Netflix, so <laughs> you hit bedrock you. now so <laughs> <laughs> well we've got more just for well, you. more's coming out all right so i've been tristan ranger it's my brother jeremy it's me he's also here all day all day (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks for listening bye